Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers, you've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Jami. For this episode, we are going to be talking about a story where a cop goes undercover in an environment that he probably shouldn't be in, but uh, yeah, and we're talking about 21 Jump Street. Hey now. No, yeah. actually, we're talking about Black Landsman by mm-hmm. Spike Lee, or so, a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, it's always a Spike Lee joint. And it's based on real mother effing true story, I think. Did you do the research on how true the story is? No, I just know it's, I know it's just based on a true story. I know Spike Lee and the guy who it's, the story is based on mm-hmm. did like an interview together. I don't, I don't know the details, though. Did you? No. Did he actually uh, hoodwink uh, David Duke? Because he's a big part of this movie. So I, I I'm sure know. that probably happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I was kind of hoping they were going to show the, um, the Polaroid. Right. But they never did. We oh, really okay. question if that's real or not. Yeah, and I'm, I'm assuming this. It's based on. I'm sure there's some dramatic effects. I'm sure there wasn't the third act. And you know, I'm sure there wasn't. There, I don't think it's actually chasing a, a bomb down a suburban street or something. Hey, for all you know, that actually did happen. Oh, uh, you know what? I should have done this before. I think I'll, I'll Google. I'll Google the story afterwards <laughs> and stuff like that. I'll Google the story. No, the, the one. The one thing that I really want to know if it was true or not is if he hooked up with that one girl. Oh, <laughs> I mean she, that, that 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 seems the most like made up story. Huh? And I'm like. Okay, was that really made up or mm-hmm. or what? Because it sounds it like a It does feel story. like the part that's kind of the most shoehorned into the rest of the mm-hmm. story. Sure it's the does. one that kind of didn't belong. Because at, at the beginning, I thought it'd be like uh, they would tell two stories and how it'd be a two stories about how the how the, the how the police investigates the Black Panther, who are not really a threat to you know, a large threat, but while they don't pay attention to the real threat, which is the KKK, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought they play it back and forth but it just be, the Black Panther part of it just became sort of a love story it's kind of a love story I think a little bit of a little I don't know you know a love story yeah you mean, you mean when, with him and the girl yeah exactly I, I'm saying the Black Panther part of the story got dissolved or changed into a story between uh, him and the girl just a love story you know what I mean it yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean he, he kind of falls in love with her but I wouldn't call it a love story because mm-hmm. he doesn't really follow the tropes yeah. of love stories except that you know he likes the girl yeah because I mean, it gets to the point where he revealed himself as an undercover cop. I'm yeah. like, seriously? He's not very. He's can you not, can you be any more like like unprofessional? Well, <laughs> he's trying to save lives here, man. He's just trying to save lives. Unprofessional. That's yeah. why I'm like I'm like this is the most fake part of the story, and I'm kind of curious to see. If- I thought the most fake part of the story was right before the end. Like they start, everybody started getting bro hugs. Yes. Yeah. I was expecting it to be like a dream sequence. Hey, there you go. I had the same exact thought. With the music and the way it's acting, I thought there was like well, white filter noises and stuff like that. Well, you know, everything seems like all kind of dreamy and stuff. I thought they were going to do a thing where they they tell you, oh, it's a dream sequence. He's, he's actually yeah. still on the pavement. You yeah. know what I mean? It's still like a, a much worse re- resolution yeah. to the story. But right. nope. I'm like, oh, and they never, they never reset it. It's, that actually is yeah. how the story ends. But I guess it's more of a setup to the actual end. Which is him opening the door, the the, the cross is there, and then it cuts to real life and how where we are right now, which is apparently not that much off from, from mm. where it was like uh, 1970s. So. Yeah, to be honest, uh, the most emotional scene of the movie was the montage of Charlottesville. Yeah. yeah. That, that to me was like, oh yeah, this is like the most emotional, powerful moment of the movie because this is real life, even though this story is supposed to be based on real life, the parallels are too, com- too similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Apparently yeah. we haven't gone, we haven't I, evolved I, that much. Yeah, I don't know. And I, there's certain scenes. I don't know. Did he make this when 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 Trump was elected and stuff like that, or was it? It must have been right. Or when was it written? But there's certain lines in there were just like wow. It's just like besides just the overall movie, but there's certain lines right. in there were just like it hits really close to home. I, I think it is like a reaction. Yeah, 
Yeah. But w- there's a line like, oh, make... It's a, it's a variation on Make America Great Again. And then there's a thing where, oh, the clans, their number one goal is to have... Uh, 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 to play the game and then mm. somehow sneak a white supremacist as president. Right. And, and the black guy goes, nah, that's never going to happen. No, no, America First. Yeah, America First. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah, there, there was very much like, like blatant um, alliteration to, to Trump. And yeah. I'm like, okay, it's a little on the nose, but yeah. at the same time... Obviously, he wants to draw parallels with this story. Mm-hmm. That's in the seventies or sixties. I think the seventies, right? I think seventies. It's yeah. coming off of the Vietnam War, right? Because I think they they mentioned uh, they mentioned he served in, in Vietnam, so I think right. it's coming off the the seven uh, the I think I would say mid seventies. I think. Yeah, I, I would I like say. to assume it's mid seventies. Yeah, you know, but, but just, oh, go, on, go on. I was gonna say just overall, we should just mention overall. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's a. Some people are saying a great. It's a great great. Mm. Uh, uh, Spike Jones movie. I still think that's still Malcolm X. I still think that's uh, do the right thing. I think this is a very good, very strong movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's a, a strong, stuff, yeah. it's a strong movie in a sense that we're talking about a Spike Lee movie. And yes. he's made other movies be- between all those great ones, but but you don't really talk about it as much. This one right. really encourages you to discuss the movie. Yeah, it's even though it's very much on the nose and like what else I said, it needs to be said. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, and there's a lot of stuff going on here. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that there's, there's a buddy cop kind of thing going. There's a there's a it's got a period piece. Mm-hmm. It's also a satire of where we are, and it's also you know there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I, I there's a lot of stuff I enjoyed. I enjoyed it, and one of the things I actually enjoyed the most. I don't think a lot of people are talking about it. It uh, it uh, it points a finger right at white white women. In a lot of these kind of mm, yeah. mass entertainment, racist kind of things, white women sort of get off and stuff like that. And in this movie, they do not get off. He 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 creates a specific uh, white woman character, the the wife of the Klansman, and she is an active participant in the hate and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it could and again, going back to what's happening in real life, people have to remember over fifty percent of white women voted for Trump. Uh, you know, uh, two years ago. So I think that's a really really strong part of the movie. I don't think a lot of people are talking about. Not only that, but it kind of also takes a. Um, There's a scene where clearly the woman is still a second class citizen to this yes. to this white racist mm-hmm. people, you know. So it, it does still allude to that, which I think is very important. The whole uh, patriarchal kind of situation. Yeah, it's like she is not sort of she's going along with it, and then she doesn't have the sort of self awareness that she is a second class citizen. She's being told, "Hey, make me a sandwich," you know what I mean? And, right. You know, you know all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the guy essentially sacrificed her to to bomb the place. <laughs> I know, seriously. Good lord, she was. Gonna, she was. Gonna, if she, if uh, the black guy didn't tip tip her, tip off the police, she would have been in the middle of that the bombing and stuff like that. She would have been arrested for it and stuff like that. So I don't know. It, it's really good stuff. It is. I, I think the other, the other thing too that also caught me by surprise and it was included in the movie is Adam Driver's character being having a Jewish heritage. Mm-hmm. Well, heritage. He's he kind of he, he's Jewish, mm-hmm. born Jewish, but doesn't right. really he's not really raised Jewish, right? Right. But the the parallels between like the the flight of the the plight of the African Americans and the Jews is mm-hmm. not that different, right? You know, it's uh, the whole thing where like you know minorities should kind of it's a minority thing. It isn't an African American versus white thing. It's mm-hmm. a minorities versus white thing, right? That, and- that, that that you need to really focus on in this movie, kind of. Pointed at your face, like, hey, even if you're not directly involved, you're involved. Yeah, you know. And then his whole thing was similar to what some African Americans like do. Like they just like, you know, hey, if they keep their head low, if they don't kind of point out their Jewishness or whatever, they kind of play with uh, game the system, play the system, stuff like that. You know what I mean? His he probably has a second. He might actually have the biggest arc. You know what I mean? Because you yep. know, in the in, in the beginning of the movie, Adam Driver's character is like, oh, he's kind of unaffected by all all this stuff. You know, the, the social justice stuff like that. And then he gets more and more involved as he really listens. That he actually infiltrates these, the Klansmen. He he gets really 
uh, more in touch with his. He gets woke, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he gets woke. Yeah, he's woke. By the way, just to pause for a second, Adam Driver's a, a great actor. Back, he is. He is. He's great. He's great in this and stuff like that. He, he's fantastic. Uh, what else did I like? I uh, Wait, don't move with me for Adam Driver first. Um, no, oh, sure. That my friend is a real undercover cop because mm-hmm. you can kind of believe that. Oh, hey, he's actually like. Possibly getting swayed to the racist yeah. people, but no, he's just an undercover cop. He's yeah. not like betraying his um, undercoverness with yeah. the word. What it? What, what yeah, it is. He, he doesn't go for the usual kind. Of, when you see in TV or uh, or in other movies, undercover cops usually when they get they get pushed or they get they almost get caught. He, mm-hmm. he, he he does this big buggy eye thing, you know. Oh my right. god, you know what I mean? He starts to sweat and all that stuff. He doesn't go for anything anything cliche like anything that. that. Obvious, right? Yeah, he's very cool. He's very kind, of calm. Yeah. He kind of goes with the flow. When he says the n word and all his racist stuff, you ooh, you, go, you believe oh, it. Right? Oh, that hurts, Adam Driver. That hurts, man. Kylo Ren is here, I guess. Oh, man, oh god. Not like that, but the way the way he like counters every accusation mm-hmm. is is brilliant because he, yeah. like, he, he like he like. Acts like he's joking about it, mm-hmm. like oh, oh no 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 you're the guy. Yeah, the day like it's like it, it's it, it's yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, I don't deny the Holocaust. <laughs> I believe in it. And there's that great scene where he's when they're running off chasing the the, the undercover. I mean the, the black cop. He, he, he the guy's shooting at him. The classman's shooting at him, and you think he's grabbing the gun to oh to maybe stop him from shooting yep. at the cop, but he actually grabs the gun to shoot at him and stuff. Like that. I thought it was a really nice touch. I That's thought, the one plot hole I think is in the movie. What? Because later on, as a sabbath, he's a sharpshooter. Yeah. Right, so how could he possibly have missed the car? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, come on now. Come on. Well, and nobody's pointed that out in the movie. And I'm like, somebody's about to mention it, yeah. and it never happened. Oh, by the way, did you? are you a, a fan of, what is it, The Blacklist? Or the one with, um, the one with, uh, what you mean, Ultron? Ultron? Yeah, Ultron. No, I haven't. I actually have not seen The Blacklist. Oh, okay. Because the other clans, the guy with the big glasses and stuff like that, uh-huh. the other white guy, he's actually in The Blacklist and stuff like that. Oh, he, okay. he does a really good job, actually. The other... I don't know what this means, but all the white guys, they play very convincing racists and stuff like that. You know yep. what I mean? They're really good and stuff like that. They're very convincing to be racist. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know if that's a compliment. I don't know if that's something they got going on. I don't know what's going on. And uh, Denzel Washington's son, uh, the guy who plays the main character, he's really good in too, man. He's oh, really is that good. who his son is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I, did, I didn't know he's Denzel's uh, son. Yeah. He started yeah. off as a football player. He was actually in the NFL for a little bit, but he recently became an actor. So he's really good and stuff like that. He, he has a really good thing on playing both sides and stuff like that. He's, right. trying, he's trying to keep his cool. He's trying to be level-headed and stuff like that. He's really good in it. I, I enjoy and, his and, and, I, and I like the whole black exploitation thing where he's like trying to kung fu moves kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I kind of I kind of dig that. I like I like I like the fact that yeah he has to kind of. He, he has to kind of navigate in a white person's world and stuff like that, being a police officer. But at the same time, he has to kind of stay with his community. And, you know, and, and he gets actually woke, too, and stuff like that. It doesn't seem like – it seemed like at the beginning, he wasn't really that in tune with the plight of his people and stuff like that. Obviously, he's, right. you know, obviously he has he has feelings and he lives it and stuff like that. But it wasn't that – he wasn't as immersed in it as he could have been, you know, as, as he eventually ended up being and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, his time with the Black Panther was kind of like he himself was getting more woke. Yeah, agreed. But he's also still pretty much against the whole like. Well, it's probably better to try and be not really in the middle, yeah. but it isn't that black and white. Yeah, and also play the system. So that yet to, he believes that you have to work within the system to evoke change. Like right. when he like when he set when he set up his uh, 
his the racist officer and stuff like that with the wire at the end. You know what I mean? Which looks like a dream sequence. Yeah. Again, that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, just so convenient how everything played out properly in that very last act. Everything kind of wrapped up and stuff like that. Everything's yeah. fine now. And, and the, 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 the police chief, I thought the police chief was racist or something. Like Why would the police chief be celebrating his other racist buddy gang arrested? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Again, it goes to the fact where I thought it was a dream sequence too. Yeah. Agreed. Um, do you think the black, the black the Black Panther sequences were too heavy handed? I thought a couple of sequences were too heavy handed in the sense that uh, I I just fundamentally I believe films should show you and not tell you. And that first sequence, I think I know where you're alluding to, where the the speaker at the Black Panther. It's a really rally. good speech, though. Yeah, it's a really good speech. Really powerful. I like the cutaways to the to the black people looking at it. That's a really nice cut it's very evocative you know what i mean or just the profile of the, of the people and stuff what mm-hmm. is this a single shot of the people and stuff. i thought it was really good but i just thought it went on and on for too long you know what i mean that thing could have been cut down for a few minutes it, it reminded me of um of uh, kevin smith's um movie where he wanted to keep the sermon mm-hmm. like that, that 12 minute sermon yeah. he wanted to let it that's what it felt like it yeah. felt like like oh okay we're actually get to hear the whole speech yeah it's not gonna cut away we're gonna we're gonna hear the whole speech yeah if i had an issue with the movie i just thought a couple it could just be edited a little bit agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah yeah that one that biggest example is that that black panther rally speech i thought that should have been cut down i thought that the the speech was really effective that was also looking directly at the camera and talking to you is the it's a speech that the 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 old black guy had at the end He's talking mm, to yeah. the students and stuff like that. It's 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 really heartfelt and stuff like that. You know, it's genuine. It's based on a real incident. You know what I mean? Of the kid getting lynched and stuff like that. I thought it was more effective than the one at the beginning and stuff. Yeah. Well, that one was that, that one was benefited from the fact that it was inter intercut with with the, the KKK people. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that one worked better. Well, mm-hmm. while the Black Panther speech in the beginning was just literally just that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I I think that, but overall the movie just needed to be more trimmed down. Yeah. There were yeah. some parts where it kind of. Felt like it was dragging a little too much, mm-hmm. or or the dance sequence. That oh, yeah, just yes, went yes. by way too way too yes. long, and I'm like, yes. okay, I get it, but uh, when are we gonna cut the next scene? <laughs> yeah, I get it. They're having a good time, but boy, are you, are you gonna play the whole three minutes long? It's like, what are we doing here? It's like I felt, I felt exactly the same way. That that dance sequence, that jukebox, whatever, it just went on and on and on and on. I was like, oh my gosh, that's, they were that's... they were doing like Soul Trade, where they yeah. literally were going through the curtain and then they're dancing. Yeah. And like, that, and you know, to be fair, that might be a cultural thing. Maybe black people love seeing dancing and stuff like that in movies. I don't know. What, what I is, thought but... could have been stretched out was the part where where they get pulled over. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see that play out a little bit more, you yeah. know, like really like like get it because I mean the movie was very heavy handed in the first place, and this one mm-hmm. was very abbreviated. Yeah. I'm like that's surprising part to abbreviate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the movie's a little bit uneven. Yeah, I, I agree. It just could be it could have been edited a little the bit. The first half, so. the first half has a lot of editing mm-hmm. issues as far as the concern, and then the second half was like it just kind of flowed. Yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah. And something else I really enjoy, they don't really kind of... The thing is, Spike Lee can be really subtle, but then he can very much hit you over the head. The hit you over the head part is the the, the speech at the beginning with the black, you know, at the rally and stuff. Something really subtle I think he did, does is like how institutionalized whiteness is and the advantage of being whiteness is, you know what I mean? For example, uh, the, the, the people, you know, racist people have uh, draw parallels between a Black Panther and a clan, like they're two, you know, like they're, like they're equal and stuff like that. But they're, they're both equal extreme versions of each other. But it's, that's that's not true. Because a clan, in this movie, you, you see, 
they have access to weapons and stuff. They have access to guns, and you know, it's out in the open, and they're they're not, and they have access to bombs. You know, the FBI sequence and stuff like that. And also, they're protected by the police officers that don't really go and harass them and stuff. Like that. They have white police officers. You know what I mean? So I think. Uh, that's a very subtle thing that the the, the movie uh, uh, tells the audience and stuff like that. How whiteness and the advantage of being white is institutionalized and stuff like that. I thought it was really good. I I, it is part. true. I mean, they also point out that the KKK, they actually, the, the general idea is that they're not supposed to be violent, mm -hmm. even though they have wink, access wink. to guns. Wink, and wink. Well, that's the thing, though. There's yeah. a lot of wink, wink. Even yeah. the Black Panthers part. Yeah. Like, like, you know, get your gun and mm -hmm. we're going to fight mm -hmm. the white man. Mm -hmm. But you never actually see that it actually happened. Yeah. Right. So it's, so it is trying to draw the line with the whole, like, like the whole Charlottesville mm -hmm. thing. Like the, 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 all the white people went with, with like, with like weapons yeah. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But both of them end up being violent against yeah. each other anyway. So the potential is there, but it doesn't mean that that's what they're always yeah, doing. Yeah. But I think what, I think what he's trying to do is uh, the both groups have sort of deal with hyperbole. You know, they talk a right. big talk and stuff like that. But when it comes to actually being violent and when it comes to stepping over the line, there's much more, there's leeway with the Klansmen, you know what I mean? The, the Black Panther, the, if any of them has, has a gun or anything like that, the police would be all over them and stuff like that. And they, they don't get the benefit of the doubt as, as the same way as the Klans do, you know true, what I mean? True, true. I, I think that's what the, the movie's trying to say and stuff like that. Yeah. No, no, it's true, it's true, it's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, like the whole thing with David Duke, uh, Tover Grace, I thought did a good he's job good, in yeah, it, he's really good. and the, the the sequences where he's talking over the phone, I thought that was pretty entertaining. Yeah, and especially the whole the whole punchline with the whole R. Thing. Yeah, it's well, just, not R's pirate. Yeah, this thing, movie's but... surprisingly funny too. Yeah, it is surprisingly yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, I've never known. When I think Spike Lee. I don't think you know humor and, and jokes and stuff like that. But it's really, really yeah. They they do a nice job of pointing out in the tradition of like you know Chaplin's the great take great take great dictator and stuff like that, or Springtime of Hitler. They point out how silly, how stupid racism is, and how the stupid the beliefs are, and stuff like that. They they use humor as a as a as a as a as a device and stuff like that. Like you know, that's, I thought it was good. Yeah, it is. It is. Like I said, Adam Driver had a lot of jokes in the movie, and I thought yeah. those were very entertaining to watch. Mm -hmm. Really good. Hmm. And what else is there to say about this movie, really? Uh, I think it's like good. I said, for a two and a half hour movie or almost two and a half hours. Well, it's more like two hours and fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, it's pretty much like everything is on the screen. What it wants to talk about. Yeah. And even though it encourages you to discuss things, it just it's it's like on the screen. It's just yeah. What what more can you expand from it? Quite honestly. Yeah, and I, I going with what you said before. I thought, I thought, uh, I thought, I thought the, the, he didn't quite nail the ending. The very very end with the with the raw footage and stuff like that. That's really good. But for some reason, right before that, there's like this weird. A dream sequence, almost ha tacked on happy ending and something. It's kind of weird. And I thought the first half should have been edited a lot stronger and stuff like that. Some things could be cut, trimmed and stuff like that. But overall, it's a it's a really good movie. It's a really strong movie. It's a it's a very a, mo a movie about the moment we live in, about uh, the time we live in right now. It's a very I would say even important movie and stuff like that. I would recommend this movie to uh, anybody and to see and stuff because it's important actually. Yeah. I also questioned the captain assigning him to to watch over the KKK. Yeah. It just seems a little irresponsible. Like even they even they were the characters were pointing out, "Are you sure you want to send him?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a the characterization I just don't get. Is the captain want him to succeed? Is he being a dick? Cuz like I said, he seems like he for at one point he was like dicking around with him by pointing David Duke. Seems like a mm -hmm. plot convenience, but like I said at the end, he he's there to celebrate when they bust the, the racist cop and stuff like that. So I, I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know what, you know, I what what journey I mean, what what, what is all that? You know what I mean? It's I don't just, know either. Yeah, the the captain that characterization it seems a little bit off. I like the other 
guy. The not uh, the guy who with the glasses and stuff. He's the guy who's supervising the oh the sergeant. Yeah, the sergeant. He's, yeah. I thought he, I thought he did, I thought he did a really good job. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, like like the, like the part where where he's like, oh, you guys are screwing up, you know, like. But I think so. Is it over? Yeah. No, keep, keep going. Yeah, yeah I think that's an important character because it, it shows you know not all cops are shitheads and all and some yeah. people they do want to just do the job and do it right and you know what I mean it doesn't matter what the color and all that stuff is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the intelligence unit. I thought I thought they did a really good job in the intelligence unit. Mm-hmm. None of none of them seem like any of them are racist. You know, they seem yeah. very progressive for their group yeah. kind of thing. So I kind of did like that the, those people existed. I don't know if that's how it went in real life or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't like how that turned yeah. out. And I, I thought uh, at the end, I saw like four writing credits to this. I thought again, this is a problem I have with a, a, of some of some major movies recently. I feel like a woman should be in there writing uh, the the, fem- the, uh, the female part because the, the 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 Black Panther lady. But I thought she was kind of underwritten in the sense that all she does is just say her talking points. You know what I mean? She has like ten. Five or six talking points, and she says them over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you with us? Are you are you are you a pig? Are you not a pig? You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought it was a little too ca- dimensional. Yeah, it, I think it should have been developed more. I think again, this, this, is, a, this is a different topic, maybe, but they need to hire more women writers. So Hasn't it always been a spikely problem though? He's he's really good at writing men. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, especially the buddy the buddy cop of it all and stuff like that about how the Denzel Washington's son's what's his name. John Michael. It's John Michael Washington. Sorry, okay. him, him, and Adam Driver. That part, the buddy cop, the whole thing. That I thought that was really strong. Yeah, and the way the way their relationship, their their chemistry grew, I thought it was appropriate. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning, Adam Driver's character was unsure. Like, why should I work with this guy? Yeah, he's a rookie, mm-hmm. and I like how they pointed out it's not because he's black, it's because he's a rookie. Yeah, right. And then um, eventually they grew to trust each other, and there we go. Yeah. And that's something that's that's also really good. It's really subtle too, because I think I'm not a black man. I don't know if you know this, but as, as a black, <laughs> but I'm assuming it's difficult to navigate the world. You just you're constantly thinking, is this a racist situation, or is it just or the person being genuine and stuff like that? It's just a weird way to kind of navigate the world. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, am I being am I being shit on because I'm 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 a, I'm a black man, or is it because you know, hey, I'm just really a rookie. I'm I, I'm I'm not qualified to do this yet. You know what I mean? So yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, when you watch this, was your theater full or whatever? I thought I think it was a it was a good sized theater. I would say it was seventy five percent full. What about you? Um, for me, it was mostly full, but the, yeah. but they, 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 I was in one of the smaller theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is always that it was it was a weird experience for me because as the movie went by, oh, uh, there will be like a white guy who will stand up and he'll kind of walk away. What? I never see them again. Oh, really? Right. And then a few minutes later. Another white person will set up. Are you serious? And they'll really? just walk away and yeah. never see them again. Minutes later, same thing happens. Minutes later after that, same thing happens. Like, like throughout the movie, mm-hmm. there are all these white people just kind of That's weird. leaving. Yeah. And some of the, and one, one, one time, a group left. And I'm like, what's going on? No. No. <laughs> like, should I be on guard now? I maybe they went back to... Maybe, uh, maybe, Did they it, know something? Know. Is it like, at the time is now I kind know, of situation? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> did a, a, a middle-aged white woman, a very big, large woman, leave a purse there or something like that? It was Because it's part of the movie. It was a little bomb thing. But yeah, I don't know. I it was no a little distracting. I'm like, 
what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that experience. But everybody, everybody I saw with seemed to enjoy the movie and stuff. Everybody had a good time there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Same here, same here. I was, and I was sitting next to like like an old black lady too. Oh, oh nice. You know, and at one point they were being the stereotypical one where they were talking with each other. I'm thinking, oh. like, really, you're gonna have to go with a stereotype? Seriously, guys, guys. guys. But it was just like for like one scene, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, that's it. No it's a good movie. movie. I think it's pretty even handed and stuff. Like that. I mean, not even handed, but it's it's told from a specific point of view and stuff like that. But there's there isn't anything overtly shitty on any one group of people and stuff like that. Well, except for the racist people. Well, they I, I think that one was pretty heavy handed. It was just like they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> they don't deserve uh, to be three dimensional in this series of it and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a good movie. Well, no, no, there were some three dimensional. Wait, because the, 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 char- the charter stuff. leader, the charter leader was kind of like he was even killed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's racist, sure, but at the same time, he 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 wants to try. He's not like a loose cannon like the other guy is. Mm-hmm. Second second command is. Yeah, you know, so they they That's do true. have some parallels. Even David Duke, I thought they were they were pretty kind of like. Um, Nicer to him than they, than they should than the movie is. Well, I think he. I think David Duke, obviously, he's racist. Like he's a horrible human being, but he's also a charlatan. You know what I mean? He's also playing on on the hatred of of white people just to get membership, just have power, have money, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think that's part of it too. Yeah, and, no, that's, yeah. that's fair. It's I think that part of that has part of that is also. Uh, to that the, the charter character, the guy who's the guy who's in charge, the guy with the glasses. He all, I think, I think they're all racist and stuff, but I, some are more practical about it. You know what I mean? He's always talking about, oh, don't forget your membership, fifteen dollars, sign here, you get a t-shirt. You, you know what I mean? You, you get well, to buy well, well, hood. The, the, the hood is an extra. Yeah, the hood is extra. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, this, 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 I mean, they're all shitty people. I'm not trying to defend them and, so, and stuff like that, but just there are different levels to it and stuff. You know what I mean? So, they are, they are, they are. Hmm? All right, but yeah, uh, I don't. Think this is a best picture kind of movie? I don't think so either. But my 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 concern is that it might be nominated anyway, just yeah. because of what it is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I kind of wish they don't do that because it's a little too overt. That oh yeah, let's go nominate this important movie mm-hmm. into the best picture nomination. But I don't think as a movie itself, it's just it's strong. But I just don't think it's a best picture kind I, of movie. I don't think so either. I think it's a very good movie. But it's not, it's not one of those movies where if they nominate, I'm not gonna get like oh I'm gonna be up in arms. About sure, it. of course, it's, of it's course. fine. It's a it's a good movie. It's a really strong strong. Yeah, strong this movie. is not. Uh, like the case in Moonlight. Moonlight thought it was artistically, technically mm-hmm. a good movie. Why well, you gotta name another black movie? Why well, you gotta do that? Well, I mean, because this is gonna be the peril, right? Yeah. You know, like, like we need to get more movies like Get Out, mm-hmm. you know, nominated for Best Picture. Well, that's, I gotta, that's, well, I gotta mention another black movie. Because well, that's, that's the peril. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, like just because, like, this will be, uh, for me, this is like the equivalent of, of the one movie that came out last year from um, Hurt Locker director. Oh, um, uh, Kathleen B- Bigelow. Yes, yes, that, that movie. Detroit. Detroit, yeah. which isn't a strong movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it more or less, but it but that one wasn't nominated. I thought that was going to be nominated just for the sake of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking this is going to be Black Clansman is going to be in that kind of era where it's like it's a strong movie, but I'm not going to nominate it for Best Picture. Yeah, I depending on how honestly depending on how the how the year pans out, maybe it's a shitty year. But I can I can think of ten movies. That, that this has been already. this has been a pretty bad year though. Yeah, I, I haven't really seen very many strong movies short mm-hmm. of like the. The easily pleased like comic book movies, yeah. like Black Panther, for example, another black movie. Why got in a black movie? Why got in? It's all black movies with you, huh? I would say this though. I think if I had to rate it, I would uh, give it a B. Yep, that's like my that. rating. I, I, I'd give it a solid B. I like give that. it a solid B as well. Yeah, but if it won, I mean, B for get, black. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we are racist. <laughs> wow, came back on us. But it's one of those things where if he if he got the nomination, if he actually won it. 
I would be okay with it because Spike Lee showed one, you know, best Oscar, best director years ago for Malcolm X and stuff like that. And sure. Like yeah. But, uh, yeah. Black Panther. Come on. Black Panther. Why you guys see Black Panther? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's if awesome. any movie should be nominated or win best picture, it should be Black Panther. Yeah. It, uh, it, it was a very good movie. The only thing, the Oscar caliber stuff that, that, that happened in this movie, I think would be uh, Adam Driver. If anything, Adam Driver's yes. best supporting, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I can totally agree with that. Yeah. And also costume. It looks great. It looks, I, I, I like the costumes and stuff. It look, everybody looks great. It look, uh, uh, the 70s look, never looked better. And stuff. Colorado in the 70s never looked better and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks for listening. Uh, Jamming, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 on the I Said a Movie blog, the weekly comic strip, the stuff and junk show, extra stuff like the spoils, who at worstby.com. Uh, if you want to send your comments, send them to head over to Facebook, our Facebook page, also our website. You can send comments over there. Uh, if you want to send us email, send them to who at worstby at gmail.com. Um, if you want to show your support, head over to whoatworstwhy.com slash support and find out how. I'd like to add that we did went ahead and added our podcast to Radio Public. Uh, the difference here is that Radio Public is trying to pay back for podcasters. So the more you listen through their app to listen to our podcast, we get a little something-something. So Ooh, nice. it's something new. So yeah, they, they, when you listen to our podcast on Radio Public, there will be an ad in the beginning, and that's Radio Public's ad. So uh, do check it out. The link's on the website, and I also added um, a player, a Radio Public player on the website as well. So if you want to support us some more, use that. You know, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, and all the links and information can be found at whowhatwherespy.com. Music has been provided by DY Access. Find them at DYAccess.com. Holy mackerel, the editing of this podcast is actually longer than the review, actual not, review of the movie. This is not editing. This is not the ending. This is the, the Holy plugs. Holy mackerel, the end crest, man. Holy mackerel, the end crest is long, man. Holy mackerel, it's like a Marvel movie, goddammit. So we also saw The Meg. Yes. So real quick, uh, what did you think? I thought it was perfectly fine. Yeah, perfectly, perfectly fine. fine. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Actually, the thing that that's weird. The thing I actually liked the most about the Meg is actually some of the designs of it and stuff like that. I like the submarines with the LED moving you know, Minority Report computer screens, how they move it and stuff like that. I oh like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I like the sub designs and stuff like that. It looked like those. Uh, it looked like uh, like something from the original, the prequel Star Wars stuff. You know what I mean? The little thing that goes underground. I thought was, I thought I thought that was the strongest point. And it's fine. It's fine. The the parallels that we have with this and Black Clansman, the oh. the the love story completely oh. unnecessary. It was it was such a trope a trope yeah. in plot trope. I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? You're gonna go there, Bing Bing Lee. At least at least they're roughly the same age. Uh Statham is in his forties, so he's Bing Bing Lee. Yeah. Or Lee Bing Bing. I'm not sure how it goes. Fan Bing Bing. Fan Bing Bing? It's fan Bing Bing. Oh it was okay. That also, by the way, this is a su- side note. But you know, she's missing action now. the The government has made her disappear recently. She what do you mean per- disappear completely? As in, she she's she's been ghosted by the government and stuff like that. She's the Chinese government has made I thought, her. I thought that's that's been happening for a long time now. No, she's been gone. For, no, it's from social media at least. Um, I, I, I think it was somebody else. I think no, I think maybe think of somebody else. But yeah, this is a recent thing. Apparently, like earlier this year, it came out that she did some tax evasion, some ta- weird tax thing, and then she I don't know. It's some, there's something going on with her. It's something really? really weird. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, so the one moment in the movie where I I know the movie is supposed to be cheesy and not to be taken seriously. Yeah. 
But as soon as they got, as soon as all the main characters hopped on one boat to find mm-hmm. the shark, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, you're gonna put the billionaire in the same yes. boat. You're gonna put the the main doctor in the same boat. Yes. You're gonna put the main uh the main head of the place yeah. in the same boat. Yeah. Like, why do they all have yeah. all? All those music is the girl. Who, who? All those music is the little kid. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, they made they made some. Put the little kid in there because yeah. clearly they think they're not gonna be they're gonna be completely yeah. safe. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they did that at the end. At the very end, they did they did, they put the little girl in the, in the boat at the very yeah, end. Yeah, but they all had to escape though. Yeah. So but to be fair, they all had to leave the. Uh, no, they the, didn't. The they didn't have to. Didn't have to leave that 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 station. That station wasn't in any danger. The only thing that the the billionaire didn't Rain Wilson's character didn't do was. Call the Chinese and Indonesian government to come pick them up. She could have stayed oh, at that true. station. She could have, huh? They put the little girl in danger and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is a weird movie. It's, I mean, like I said, it's perfectly fine. And this is not really a criticism, but this movie is a weird mashup of a Jason Satham movie. You know what I mean? Right. Where he has to be the action guy. His dick has to be up front. You know what I mean? He has to be, he has to be the guy who rescues everybody. It's also a shark movie, a B kind of a shark monster movie. Yep. It's also a Chinese drama, apparently. Chinese be- drama. Between a father and his and her daughter. Oh, and but that it. wasn't it's, a small yeah. plot trope, though. That wasn't oh, really a whole oh, thing. Oh, really? That, that scene at the end where he has like, oh, I always loved you, my daughter. Yeah, sure, sure. I always but, believed in you. That's, that, that, that was just a throwaway, it's a throwaway plot trope. I mean, I, you, you could say yeah. it's a shark movie and and, and a Jason Statham movie, but besides that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, it's, I like I said, it's not really a criticism. It's just like, it's just like, a, it's a lot, it's a, it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. They could have cut some of that stuff out and just made it one or the other. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I like, I did also like the shark. I did, it was a couple of good jump scares and stuff like that. Oh, sure. It, what I didn't really appreciate was like the first few characters that died were all minorities. You did, you, you come on, guys. This is 2018. <laughs> Jason Thaisen's uh, buddies at the beginning, there were two black guys, I believe. They're South, South Africans. They had a specific accent. And then the guy from Hero also died. was the second person right, to die. Right. So, come on, guys. Come on, guys. What year is this? Come on, guys. Come hey, on. It's, got a, it's only white and Chinese, apparently, that can survive. Good, good Lord. Good <laughs> Lord. And by the way, Jason, Jason Thaisen, God, God bless him. He can act when he oh, wants to. Oh, there is the one black guy that survived. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he survived. They didn't kill him. Didn't but kill that him. doesn't matter if the first black guy, you, the rule is don't kill the first black guy. Right, if, right. If you're the second or third, that's fine. But Jason Satham, God bless him. I, he, I think he's a really good actor and stuff like that. But boy, no, he's, no, he's, a, he's a good action star. No, he's, he's remember, the, uh, remember Spy? He's good. He can act. He has a sense of humor and stuff like that. He's good. How he, dare you? But that's essentially his character, though. Stop it. All his acting roles are either like kind of funny but actually, and oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Ever since, a, ever since the transporter, how dare you? he's a good actor? But he's really cashing. A, uh, he's cashing a check here. He has that. to. He's already yeah. his, he's already in his late forties. Yeah, he's you just know? cashing a check, man. Yeah. Come on, man. He's barely he's barely awake in this movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Good lord. And by the way, I love the science of this movie. Apparently, they've solved the bends by just holding your ears and popping, holding <laughs> your nose and popping your ears. That's. That's fantastic. That's it, it was kind of funny, a funny throwaway yeah. thing where like I'm gonna do this because it looks legit. Yeah, but then you I'm a realize, tough guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. mind over matter, <laughs> uh, mind over ma- mind over matter. And yeah. even the doctor guy acknowledges you. Oh, he's gonna pass out if he does yeah. that. No, no, no. He's 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 he's, 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 yeah. he's, he's, the, he's the Marty Sue of this thing. He's not, yeah. that's not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> apparently you can go like uh, nine miles deep into the ocean within like 15 minutes. Apparently that's 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 the thing. Because because he was diverting all power yeah. to the trusters or and whatever. And by the way, we criticize movies based on their own internal logic and by this movie's own internal logic is the megaton sh- megaton shark has exists under the the Marinar's trench like the deepest point in the ocean right correct and the only way it got out is because they it followed a funnel by the subs yeah but that doesn't explain why the first megaton attacked the sub right because it's the sub 
shouldn't have been under that 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 line, right? So they don't explain why that initial shark attacked that sub, right? So honestly, I was a little confused about how if the person, if the, the thing that attacked him in the beginning was a shark or was it just a giant squid? They never really, they never really uh, elaborate on that. Well, the doctor apologized, so I'm taking. No, no, his- the doctor apologized that there are big giant creatures in the sea, which is stupid because it's known that there are big giant creatures in the sea. Yeah. Right. But the point is, is that they never clarified if it was yeah. the 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 Meg or or the big giant squid. Yeah, shouldn't that, that doctor be able to just be more grateful and stuff like that? Hey, the doctor survived. Yay. Yeah, don't I, I, I don't, I don't get the whole thing too. Like, like, why did you leave them behind? Oh, well, for obvious reasons. Yeah, like, I mean, you figure that's cut and dried, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like I said, I had fun with it, and the most important thing is I had my nephew with me, and he liked it, and that's sure, that's fine. It's made for people. It's made for like just like throwaway. It's a it's a traditional popcorn movie where yeah. you just kind of go and you just kind of go with it and yeah. yeah, have fun with it. And it's one of those movies. Uh, it, I just feel like it should have been a little bit. Blander. I mean, I'm sorry, a little bit more campier, or a little bit more bloodier. I think that's good. And some of the acting is just <laughs> terrible too. Ring Wilson at one point where the the second shark attacks the first shark that was dead and stuff like that. He he was making some sort of joke joke with the guy who can't who who couldn't swim right. to the boat. It's like, come on, guys. Oh, but he he even said this is not a racist thing. Yeah, but still, or, come on. Yeah, that's poor acting, poor writing, and stuff like that. Poor directing. No, no it's poor that. writing because the writers put that in the movie. Yeah, and also, <laughs> there's no reason why a billionaire. I know you have to take this movie too seriously, but there's no reason why a billionaire would put himself in danger. Yeah. O- over and over again. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, especially over and over. Like, like, like the one part where he actually dies. Yeah. I'm like, seriously. And then when the bullet went off, they they really didn't look back. And, hey, boss, he's there. Oh wait, yeah. he's not there. Yeah. We better turn around real quick. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I know again. I don't know. I know it's not the point of this movie. It's not supposed to be too seriously. But what was his ultimate objective? Was he? Was it to kill the shark? To get a teeth from the shark? To to clone it? To be like a? I mean, wh- the second the second time. Yeah, the, the second, second time he actually wanted to kill it. He wanted to kill. It. He wanted to kill it because he thought it was a liability thing. Yeah, but I the thought, first time he didn't I, want I to kill that. it. Yeah, yeah. I heard that part, and I when I heard it, I I I, I couldn't put two and two together. Like. Why would the shark be a liability? Because I thought what he was going to do, I thought he was going to blow up the the science space, the thing. You know what I mean? The, the I thought it was going to blow up the science right. station. Right. Yeah, yeah, the science station. Because I thought all those people are, he has they're to pay witnesses, those, right? Yeah, they're witnesses <laughs> to his crime. I thought they could blow up that up. I was like, well, what does that mean? He said. But then uh, then he went to go blow up the shark. I'm like, I know. What? Is the shark? He was afraid the shark was going to sue yeah. him or something? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't Wait, know. Wait, are you still not sure? I still, I, I, I understand what the lot. What, so what is the logic? The I logic just, is that if the shark is out loose and is killing people, and it, right. and it traces back to it's because it's of his team, then they might sue him for letting the shark out. That's, that's the that's the logic of the movie. But that doesn't make any sense. No, it does make sense because people are litigious. You know, like like wait, why was the why was the giant shark even around? Oh, because of that team. We sue them. Nobody knows there was a shark underneath the thing, and the thing came follow them up from the sub from a, during a rescue and so anyway. Uh, you know what? No, well, it's that's gonna it. it's gonna trace back to their it was their fault. Sure. They got it out. You know, that's going to be their logic. And also they, also, they also established the fact that, again, using internal logic, it's international waters. They can't sue anybody and stuff like that. Remember the doctor and the thing was a punch him and stuff oh, like that? Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. That's true, too. I guess, I guess you can say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. There you I, go. I, do, I do like the fact that the, the first Meg was the, 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 the proper size of the legendary Megalodon oh, okay. mm-hmm. from history books or whatever, right? Oh, okay. And the second Meg that killed the first Meg, that is the made-up character. Because there's oh, really? no shark that can be that Big. Oh really? Oh, yeah, because okay. that's because the, the 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 logic is. I mean, the movie explains it like the Meg can be this big, mm-hmm. right? The second Meg was that was like 
pure science fiction. That oh, was okay. like, okay, well, that's not possible. That's the Meg that's going to fight Godzilla in the next movie, right? Right, exactly. exactly. And also, I just want to mention, uh, the, the acting is kind of hit and miss in, in this movie and stuff like that. Uh, but Cliff Curtis is a fantastic actor. Cliff Curtis is a, is a great actor. If only I could understand what he's saying. Yeah, he had, does have a little <laughs> bit of a marble mouth, you racist bastard. Is that, that the racism? Yeah. I'm just kind of saying, like, I kind of, you know, I, I understood the, 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 the Asian characters more than I did him. How <laughs> dare you? I love the Asian actors because they always have to because they're so scared of screwing up. They always have to be so precise. Yes, with their enunciation that yeah. they speak very slowly and stuff. But well, anyway. I'm assuming the little girl has some probably was probably like raised in America anyway. Yeah, you know, so yeah I think she's 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 a halfer and stuff like that. Oh, well, I yeah, think, clearly. I think she's learning. Uh, she's her natural language is English, and she's learned Chinese and stuff like that. So good times. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, it's a throwaway movie. If it if it shows up on on a rental, no, yeah. no, no. If you're gonna see it, just see it in the big screen, only because of the sound and jump scares. Oh, and speaking of big screen, I actually saw it in 3D. Did you really? Just because the the, the showing that was available at the time I I ordered the stops A list thing was in was the 3D version. Oh, okay. I don't know why the the Dolby Vision one was not available for me the time I actually got the ticket, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting the the 730 3D showing. How that work out? For you? And I'm like I'm like the 3D is not bad. There was a lot of scenes that you can you I'm sure you can imagine where it's always looking into a tunnel kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So the 3D was good for those things. Do you know the budget for this movie? No, I do not. Guess the budget. Uh, eighty million. Higher. Right, that's what I thought. <laughs> when I looked at the budget, that that that's on because it made a lot of money. It's, I think it'll make its money back, but I was surprised at how much it cost. It's like one twenty. Seriously? Yeah, that's what I said. One fifty. It's one fifty. They said. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I liked the design and some of it and stuff like that. But I, I want to say one hundred fifty. Chinese companies are very frugal with their money. It's, it's, it's. I think it's called. I think there's. I think it's called. Uh, what's that thing? with just scheming it. Did they <laughs> actually like like shoot out in the ocean? Is that yeah. what happened? Well, they said. Well, they said water is notoriously expensive. To right. Shoot, that's right? the reason why you shoot in the south stage when it comes yeah. to water. I, th- I think it's a Chinese, it's a co-Chinese production. I think I think they're doing a little money laundering. And stuff like that. I think I think they're cooking the books. I think they're cooking the books and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, I'm Problem. surprised by how much it got. But on, on the on the plus side, it's part of my movie draft thing, and it's doing pretty well. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. a little here's a little bit of a tease. But I think John is gonna win this some USA, movie draft. USA, USA. <laughs> yeah, it's the movie's fine. Yeah, movie's fine. Yeah. All right. All right this has been here. another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who What Works Network.